when you're brushing your teeth, I guarantee you, if you're not timing it, you're you, stopping before two you minutes. You ain't going two. You ain't Correct. going the you full two. You're not thinking two. You're thinking two. <laughs> yeah. You ain't doing two, brother. That's right. Brunch. Hit it, boys. say kid do a second straight chicago episode <laughs> please no <laughs> no no i'm not like i'm not huge on chicago obviously i was a sixth sense guy if well, that's, that's a big r- spoiler r- alert rubbing it in not to not to spoil the sixth sense for anybody but i chose it in tomato fights look at erod over here just <laughs> that's uh, right. being a real sore winner i need alex core to come yell at me that's right um yeah we did uh tomato fights two this week and it's with our our pal Sean Evans, who was an awesome, awesome guest. Dude, I mean, there was hype for Sean Evans forever because he was supposed to be on the podcast forever, and he exceeded expectations. Yeah, he's he's legitimately the best dude. He we've been like DMing for a little while for about five years. If you listen to the podcast, yeah. uh, the uh, the tomato fights, we've been going back and forth for about like five years and he's always been the nicest dude. And every time I ask him to do something, he is always so down. Like we, the, the I think the first reason, the first time that I DM'd him, we wanted to do one call, uh, like a, a video called cold ones. Oh, I remember and, this. Yeah. Yeah. We wanted to do a video called cold ones in which we would just like talk about shit while drinking beers. Drinking beer. Yeah, yeah. Better than which uh, better idea. Still Love an awesome, Awesome idea. Still How's, down. Yeah, million dollar idea. Yeah, we were coming up with the million dollar ideas back then. Yeah, so uh, he was down then. He's probably still down now. He's he's doing a uh, a ton of shit. He's obviously uh, Hot Ones gets every big star in the entire world now. So uh, it was awesome to have him on. I thought the discussion was great. I'm in love with Tomato Fights. Yes, Tomato Fights. We know the answer to the question that will be asked of every third panelist, which is... What do you think of this idea? Sean gave uh, Sean gave the answer that I want, which is not only do I think it's a great idea, but I told some folks about it, and they all said, holy smokes, what a great idea. Like Sean has exceeded expectations. Yeah. Like that, after we did the first one, Katie was like, you're in that cool space now where like, don't change anything for like a month of doing this. And fi- so you can really find out like what works about it, what doesn't work about it. And already two episodes in, I'm like, well, this, this definitely works. Yeah, it definitely works. It's uh, And I hope that every, everybody listening, if you want to go check it out, if you haven't checked it out, it's at patreon.com slash, slash listen to brunch. The first one was free. Mm-hmm. First one was on the house with Katie Nolan. You can listen to that on the regular feed. Uh, the one with Sean and everyone uh, beyond that one is going to be on the Patreon exclusively. So uh, please sign up for the Patreon. Listen to it. Give us your feedback. We love the feedback, but uh, we just assume that it's going to be awesome. Tomato Fights is going to make these episodes better, too, I think. Like, because, not just because these episodes will partially be Tomato Fights celebrations, because we'll have to plug Tomato <laughs> this Fights. This is just the, the the regular podcast is now just the Tomato Fights after show. Right. No, I mean, I, I, li- I like the idea of, like, the thing we do, like, the big thing being Tomato Fights, and this is, like, our weekly show, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I guess I, I don't hate that. I, that I, I get what make you're saying. Much sense. I, I get what you're saying. Where it's like, like, because like tomato, tomato fights, fights is our day work. job, right? Tomato fights is a lot more work. Yeah. But 
we're both super happy to do it. So this can be where we come in and like screw around and hang out, which yeah, I guess is always what we yeah, do. I was gonna say. I was gonna say we so were never screwed. The exact before. same as is what we've done with this podcast always. Rumpus time begins. <laughs> now yeah dude the chicago conversation was fun i'm glad that we all liked it i'm glad that sean was into it those songs man we were talking about them being stuck in our heads still i walked in here singing he had it coming you were in the other room singing he had it coming yeah you're like i did i did the the old i did the old like what he said oh i was just singing a song about a guy who had it coming he did well which one Ooh, he well the guy that popped I don't know. You actually defended the incredibly hot murderer of him. <laughs> she did tell him, like, hey, knock it off. That's true. Yeah. It, but she did say she gave him a warning. So, folks, if you haven't done tomato fights, you got to do it. We're that like annoying. Like we're seeing someone new and we can't fucking stop talking about no, tomato fights. No, we have mentionitis. We're, yeah, we, we have mentionitis like. Like a, like podcasters do about their podcast their own podcast right about their own podcast like well on my latest podcast we discussed this but now we're just talking about like our podcast side podcast which might be more annoying that's very us though I think that's <laughs> oh, yeah. perfect that would I I want to explain this in like a few weeks they're like all right so wh- great idea tomato fights like how's it doing and we'll be like I don't know like we we put it behind the paywall so. It's not like there's like feedback on like iTunes or anything, but That's we put true. it out. It's kind of hidden, and the people listen to it. And the way and that you just, like it, and the way that you described it makes like the uh, like the dynamic of this being the the fool around episode. Mm-hmm. When you think about it, it does seem like tomato fights should be counter. Yeah, it's counterintuitive e- to make the screw around thing <laughs> yeah, this, the, this, publicly this, available. We have more of this show has more bonus content energy <laughs> yeah, than it does. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe because we'll like have the, to talk off the, the air. <laughs> Brunch is canceled as of next week. The podcast with the good idea is the one that we're hiding, and then we're offering up like this nonsense as the podcast. When I say sounds like something I would do, like d- does that not sound like definitely a part of my life? I mean, yeah, I, th- I think that it sounds like something that we would both do. It's like the thing that doesn't make any sense. I don't know. I think you think things through a little. I, I I give you a little more credit. I think that you would like. You you probably like arrive at good thoughts eventually, <laughs> where I've, I I I find ways to to muck something up. It's like okay, so what? So it's a million dollar idea, and you insist upon making it so only like a couple hundred people <laughs> can hear it. Yes, because like I mean, they're paid that they deserve it. Like yeah, yeah, but like if it were out there more, maybe like other people would pay more for it. No, I don't know. I guess there's no way we'll ever find out. But if (laughs) you want to listen to the episode, it's on Patreon. You can check it out. Patreon.com. Yeah, so that's all to say. Please, uh, please check it out because it's a million dollar idea, and it's we we are we are not million dollar idea people. So we've hidden it from you. So please go find it at Patreon.com/slash Listen to Brunch. Was a little uh, intrigued when we we offered tomato fights to sean that's true take for himself and produce himself we'd be hands off and he said like that's it's a good idea yeah i get what you're saying this and i like this idea but he didn't like accept the goal with tomato fights i'll tell you right now is just to sell it i don't know if that means sell it and we do it oh i want to sell i want to i know that you're like trying to pawn it off because you think somebody else could do better i 
I'm as excited about tomato fights as anything that we've done yes, in recent Yes, I would memory. like to I, w- I would very happily be like tomato fights guy. And it's a lot easier to to sell like to, to sell it to guests that yeah. we like really want and like are a, a tier above what we've sort of been shooting for, I guess. Um when we have a good idea to sell to them and they're like, "Ooh, that's a very good idea. I'll come on this podcast." Rather than just being like, "Ooh, our podcast is like we're kind of like goofy guys and we here's a clip from we last mess episode. around yeah <laughs> i don't know yeah i know i i would happily be like t- tomato fights guy like it's very cool that sean is like hot ones guy and because he's hot ones guy he has this wealth of knowledge and he can do all these different things well i think the most the most impressive thing about sean has always been how prepared he is for things yes he is extremely prepared for like every interview lover of the fun fact yes and there's nothing more that we love than Correct. somebody who loves a fun fact um so i was not surprised that he came in with like some some fun facts and and like uh, some pop up knowledge so uh, very, very impressed by Sean. Yeah, good times. Check it out. Patreon.com slash listen to brunch. If you want to buy the Vineyard Nights candles, uh, there's a new candle called uh, Do You Even Burn that the circling back guys have out. So maybe you could buy that instead or buy whichever one you want. But <laughs> shout out Velabox. They're, they've got the washed. That was the weirdest pitch for your own candle. You like. Well, like, no, you have another option now. You don't have to get the Vineyard Nights one. I'd love for you Yeah, but you, you started that off by, if you want the Vineyard Nights candle, here's your, another your candle where you might want to... gotten tougher. <laughs> like, you just were talking if about... If you want the Vineyard Nights candle, your willpower is about to get tested because... Okay, this goes back to you... Circling back one instead. This goes back to you making th- making decisions right, and like, choices that don't make any sense. and then yeah. execution, not perfect. <laughs> Yeah, winner of this episode gets a free Do You Even Burn candle. <laughs> so, Vineyard Nights candles, if you want, do whatever you want. It's a free country. Uh, we've got to do a Miles Teller. Oh, boy. Do we? Check. We've got... It, it has it, been, a, it's been long a long time since we've checked in with our boy, Miles. Haven't had him on the pod in a second. Yep. Haven't really talked much about him in a second. Do you have the news story up? I do not. I can pull it up. Um, which one? Which one are we talking about? Are we talking about the uh... from the Mercury News? I just got okay. it. Unvaccinated Miles Teller costs studio millions after positive test report says. Now, over the summer, I believe there was news of some hubbub over Miles Teller bringing COVID to the set or something, and everyone was disappointed and they were like, "Ah, oh, this is weird," and then it kind of went away. And now it's like in the news. It's like, yeah, that happened. It's very, it's very like uh, Harambe death, where it was just it happened. Went it was in the news, went away. Everybody was kind of bored with the current news, I guess, and they were like, "We do that Miles Teller story again. Want to bring that back?" So this is like the Jesus Christ uh, news cycle. That's right. Where it dies and then it comes back. That's right. So uh, he says he's one of several high profile actors. Blah blah blah. Oh my god. Well. I'm not buying this news story, so that's Why? the end of it. It popped up. It was like, all right, you you done reading? You gonna oh, buy this? What are no, you doing? Man. No. Mercury but news, get out of here. I hate that we do live in a world where it's just so unreasonable to us that we pay for something. Like, I should be paying for that. That's what that's the newspaper. 
bunch of people worked and they made that. And I see, hey, do you want to read the story from the newspaper that we wrote for you? Can you please buy it? And I'm like, this website's so fucking annoying. <laughs> people don't watch TV shows if yeah. it's not available to free stream for free. And that's incorrect. Yeah, I just but say it's that. just like it's, I, I'm guilty, but yeah, but it's you gotta you gotta know like your audience and you gotta know your competition. Like if you want that story, you're gonna be able to find it for free somewhere on the internet. Yeah, do we just buy it? Do we support Mercury News? No, absolutely can, can not. Can Mercury News be the official newspaper <laughs> yes. of brunch? Is we that, only get like our just news? the Bay Area. I yeah, think? yeah. Every it's like yeah, it's like San Jose. Yeah, so we'll, we'll only talk about stories from the Bay Area. Yes, I don't hate that idea at all. We could check the news. Say if, if there's ever a dull moment, we well, why don't we we're say not that... celebrating tomato fights? Something that week. Well, we I, why don't we open news. it up and say we'll uh, we'll take. Hey, if, if you want to toss your hat in the ring to be the official news provider of brunch, oh, then maybe we maybe we like can strike a deal. Love that idea. We can get hats made up that we'll pay to get these hats made instead of spending like six dollars a year for newspaper subscriptions. We'll spend like forty dollars per hat yeah. and have a bunch of hats on a table. Oh, grab... like like a little commitment ceremony. Like a, yeah, like exactly. A recruit and you just grab the hat. I told you about this. Side note: one of my friends. Had somebody, someone keeps sending uh, one of my friends hats in the mail with the letter M on them. So, like, one day in the mail, he got a Michigan hat. And he was like, what? I didn't order this. Weird mistake. <laughs> Next day, there was a Milwaukee Brewers hat. And he was like, someone buying... This Somebody says my name. What's going the on? wrong address. Next day, Minnesota Twins hat. So, someone is just, like, looking up all the hats that have an M on them and sending them to my friend who does n- literally does not have an M in his name. There is no M in That's person's name. That's pretty incredible. That's an amazing prank. And it's like it's not like it's not the letter L where it could be like a meme like just you take could, this eat t- this L. Take all these L's, bro. Wear this L. Yeah. Shape of Hey, I'm going to put the shape of an L on your forehead because literally <laughs> that lines up. You got the shape of a uh, socks on your forehead. I do. And That's right. let me show you wrong socks for this time of year, but the shape of my heart although they were there they were they lost they lost to the this is my tribute to sean evans very cool i was on the white Sox when i was a little kid oh heck yeah i was pumped that's a that's a great hat it's a great hat i love the logo they have great uniforms i'd be i'd have a tough time i'll be honest if i lived in chicago i mean ultimately i'd probably be a cubs guy because that experience is so wrigley just seems cool. awesome yeah R- yeah i've i've heard it's great <laughs> okay <laughs> we went but You'll have to excuse us. We had a few. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I don't know. Maybe it was fun. Maybe it wasn't. Uh, but being a White Sox fan, I feel like, would be cool. Yeah, it's because you're like, it seems like a like a cooler, like, I think that, that being a Cubs fan is probably more, like, in vogue, I suppose. Yeah. Maybe not, like, these days, but I feel like, like, the... I mean, it's everyone wants to root for the Tony La Russa type <sighs> thing these days. That's yeah, like sure. always what's going to be the the hot play in 2021. You know what I heard recently is that U.S. Cellular Field. I must have heard this on a sports radio show or something, but U.S. Cellular Field has not been called U.S. Cellular Field since um, since 2016. It's guaranteed yeah, rate guaranteed field, rate, yeah, but. It is so commonly still known as U.S. Cellular Field that, like, that is, that's, like, 
amazing ROI on naming oh, yeah. rights. Like oh, that's yeah. what you're trying to do. I, I was at the Revs game the other day, and one of my friends was like, "Do you think anybody like it would ever be worth it for somebody else to try to go for the naming rights to this stadium?" Because we just call it Gillette. Because it'll be called Gillette no matter what. Yeah. And I was like, shit, interesting. Because I remember when I was a kid, uh, when the Canadians were building their new arena, they were there was like t- talk of, like, what are they going to call it? What are they like? Is it even worth it? People are just going to call it the Forum no matter what. It's Montreal. They're going to call it the Forum. And then, like, it was the Molson Center, and everybody was calling it the, the Molson Center. But there are some places that. You get those naming rights. You get locked in for the right amount of time when the team is good enough. Yeah. That's going to be called that forever. Yeah, probably. I mean, like, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of, of ones that that have sort of stuck around. Like the like, New York Yankees. If they sell, people are going to remember the other naming rights th- thing before, and they'll just call it Yankee Stadium. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't count. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. I mean, you're making you're making some good points. It's just an interesting. It's, I'll be honest; like, it's a fun fact. Yeah, like I think like Air Canada Center is is a good one. Yeah, like I always think of the ACC, even mm-hmm. though it's what it's like Rogers Center now or something. Yes, which is confusing and because there's like Rogers Place, there's Rogers Center, there's, there's Rogers Arena. Yeah. in Vancouver, it's a whole thing. I mean, Rogers got Canada. On lock. Yep. Congratulations to our friend, Roger. Uh, so, Miles Teller brought COVID to the movie. That was, uh, that was, I, I didn't really care about that story too much. I mean, I just, I, I want Miles Teller to stay out of his own way as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And I think that he's done a, a pretty bad job of that for a large portion of his career. And I think I've seen like this recent stuff. Um, People are bringing back up the old, uh, what was it, GQ or? Oh no, are they? Yeah, they're bringing that up. They're like, I remember reading this uh, feature on him back he in was whatever. A huge it... douchebag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, I think that this is kind of a situation where it's like a where it's like a Clapton. Yeah. Where it's you know every time he fucks up, they're Eric gonna Clapton's, remember. Clapton's uh, anti-vaccine uh, statement is, I'm, and I'm saying this in the voice of the right side of Twitter, you know, or. Not the right side. That's the Trump people. But you know what I'm saying? On the right of the screen. Yes. The, it's like trending, but not really. It'll say like, Eric Clapton's birthday is uh, having, is reminding some that was he was racist to once. Discuss that he was like super racist in yeah. the 1970s. So that sort of thing. We're like, Miles Teller's run in with COVID, I guess, is leading some to remember that. What did he say? He said so he was talking about his dick. It was there was a lot of parts of that uh, that feature that were like terrible. Yeah, or like not not terrible, but just like he had he gave off like the stinkiest vibe ever. Yeah, he, he came off as like a, a very not cool bro. Yeah, and he was like sort of hitting on the the woman that was profiling him. Remember they were out at like a restaurant. Yeah, or something? he was like way too yeah. comfortable, yeah. and he said, "I remember something." He said something, there was something about the glasses or something, and he said, I believe he said something was like, just like my junk or whatever. <laughs> There's like a lot of stuff that... Yeah, no thanks. That wasn't we, that we, uh, fun. We, d- we, I don't know if we defended him, but like we were trying to take a, a, a 
uh, even approach to Miles Teller. We want to yeah. give Miles Teller a chance. Yeah, really, he's very good. Just don't so, be a don't so, be a tool. Would love to see him stay out of his own way. But the 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 thing about this recent story that just came out is that it it brought up a story that I had not seen uh, from over the summer, which was that he got punched in the face by the husband of his wedding planner because he uh, allegedly stiffed them on a sixty thousand dollar bill. So my thing on that is I bet Miles Teller like wants to get punched in the face. Miles Teller has big punch me in the face energy. And that's not to say he's got a punchable face or that like his personality is like, oh, God, you just want to punch him in the face. I'm saying he wants to he wants to like have a black eye. Like he wants like someone to punch him in the face. Be like. Dude, I had a fucking crazy day. This guy punched me in the face. It was fucking wild, bro. That's that's what I get off of Miles Teller. So when you said he did something that led to somebody punching him in the face, I was like, I bet when he was doing that, he was like, who knows? Maybe he'll punch me. Maybe I get socked in this exchange. I save 60 grand and get punched in the face. Win-win. It'll be cool for the story. Uh, I think that right now, if we're doing Miles Teller, Miles Teller heat check... Miles Teller's stock has never been lower, I think. I mean... He hasn't been in anything. COVID didn't help because it pushed back uh, Top Gun. Yeah. It gave him COVID, and it presented him with an opportunity to come to be a, an anti-vaxxer. Yes. Which and, is confusing. But, like... Especially for a soy boy beta cuck like him. <laughs> so that's the thing. He is... He, he is bro-y, but... He's, uh, I believe he's like a big soy, uh, soy boy beta cuck, right? Like he was like huge anti-Trump, yeah. big old lib, hanging out with George Clooney type of thing. Yeah. So it's, it's surprising. Like, and you know, he, when I say that his stock has never been lower, obviously he's going to be in Top Gun, which is going to be like a massive, massive blockbuster. But he, his stock is so low that I forgot that he was in Top Gun. Crazy. L- like he doesn't have... It doesn't seem like he has, like, high billing in Top Gun. He's just, like, happens to be in it. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's a... Like, it's Tom Cruise, obviously. Interesting. I could be wrong, but it, I, I don't see Miles Teller being, like, trotted out as one of the pillars of Top Gun. We're not uh, very good anymore at being able to tell who somebody is in a movie, or is the importance of somebody's role in a movie. We, like everybody else, fell for the bait and switch with uh, the Saint, Many Saints in Newark. Mm-hmm. We weren't positive what Alana Heim was going to do in that Paul Thomas <laughs> Anderson true. movie. Then we saw the trailer and we were like, ah, Oh, this star. is an Alana Heim movie. Also, she was featured in, I believe, Vogue. Okay. They did a little thing on like Alana Heim going solo and it was like some quick hitter quotes things. A uh, couple of pictures she looked fucking fantastic it is great to see Lonzo it's that's thriving. it really is because if you were to take any of like the heim sisters and be like which one of them is going to break off and become like a movie star or like go solo and crush it yeah she'd probably be the last pick right probably I mean, the, the you got danielle who is like the seasoned uh like industry professional yes you've got Esty, who's like the, the weird sorry yeah and i was gonna say I'm not saying this from my perspective. I'm saying this from the perspective of pop culture. 
she's a tall blonde. Like they're like, well, she's just weird. Like and, I think well, I think she's like shamelessly weird. They she, all kind of are, yes, but like, but she she's definitely got the biggest personality. Of the yes. three. I know what you're saying, but like they they all kind of check different boxes for like the classic uh, star type. And for me, the the youngest, the youngest and like just the happiest to be there, seemingly just the happiest to be along for the ride. And I I don't say that like disparagingly, but she's always just like so we've talked about this before. We said like the the Alana Himes dream job is to be in the band. Yes. And he's like so fucking happy. And that's not like a man. I'm so lucky that I get to do this because I don't belong here. Right. Legitimately. That is like she's living her she dreams. Yeah. And she yeah, she's she's the the best. So she's going to kill it. That movie's going to absolutely rock. That movie has huge uh, almost famous vibes. Completely. It's like the same movie. It seems like I was watching a performance of them from 2013. They're playing Go Slow and it was great. And I was reminded of how far they've come as performers because they were a lot more like raw back in the day and the only one of the three that was like clear cut all right like not not necessarily like stage ready because they were they put on a very good show but like the like kind of traditional like pop star type was Esty and just like very clean performance just like nailed everything she did and I was like man it's what in a, in legitimately like two or three years they became this like very very well oiled machine yeah and they're fantastic uh, Adele has new music out by the way mm-hmm. not not a fantastic song for me she sounds great she always sounds great not it's, not crazy about that song it's just exactly like what I expected which is fine piano bass voice yeah maybe a little like people going nuts over it me being like. Yeah, this is this is nice. Yeah, this is perfectly fine. Yeah, I'm. I'll. I was gonna say I'm not gonna be annoyed by it. I'll be annoyed when it's overplayed. I'll be annoyed when it's in everything. Like when when NBC shout out the Peacock. Y'all know I love it. Uh, watch Halloween Kills streaming only on Peacock. <laughs> That's when not they did, true. When they did the <laughs> when they did the Sunday Night Football ad using yeah. Hello. Mm-hmm. With Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, and everybody was like, "Oh, my, people had strong reactions to it." My strong reaction was, "Jesus, dude, this is so corny!" <laughs> like, enough with the song. It's, I thought we had finally escaped that song. Yeah. Uh, I like that song. Or I liked that song. Yeah, I w- I'm happy that we've since gotten past the meme stage of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, like, it worked in the situation, in the context. But I, I, I understand where you're coming from. People are saying it's sad girl season, whatever it may be. Sad boy, sad girl. We it's Feidelberg obviously started it, so there's no season for that anymore. We're all just sad all the time. I've probably talked about this before. I do I am a little annoyed that like the kind of current du jour and with uh with Feidelberg, it's sincere. Right. Yeah. But I don't like that we've definitely talked about this before. Like it's, the the, the yeah. marketed sadness. Yes. They're like, oh, I'm a little gloomy. Store it's brand, like, all right, well, store people like sadness. live with depression. Yes. So <laughs> this isn't like your fun hat that you get to wear for a little bit today. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Not 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 to be all soapboxy. I don't I don't like that. I just feel weird about kind of packaging that as like a cool and vogue thing. 
Yeah. One thing to, one yeah. Thing to be Phoebe like, Bridges. Hey, you're not alone. <laughs> Although I've thought about that recently, like the whole you're not alone thing. Sometimes when I'm really depressed, I'm like, so I don't even get to be alone? <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's all I want right now. Yeah. Just like, leave me I don't alone. want people to see this <laughs> yeah. right now. Uh, speaking of packaging things. Yeah. You know that the Quip toothbrush comes in a package? Discreet packaging? I don't think so. I think that, uh, like, scream it loud and proud, say you're a loud, Quip user. Say, yeah, I'd, I'd put that out there. Yeah, that's right. The Quip toothbrush is an electric toothbrush that uh, is wonderful. It cleans your teeth. Uh, Electrically. Electrically. Yeah. But, like, safely. Because, you know, you don't want to be... You don't want to be messing around with electronics and putting them in your mouth if they're not safe. You know what? Can't confirm that the Quip toothbrush is safe to go in your mouth. Right. It goes with the, the water. Right in your mouth. You know what John Travolta says about this toothbrush? What do you say? It's way too high to sing, so I'm not going to sing it. Uh, the, this toothbrush they're supplying? Yeah. It's electrifying. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. I love it. You know that? Uh, yeah. You're the power yeah. you're supplying. <laughs> yes. It's electrifying. This is an awesome ad read already. Uh, the qu- did I... Because I need a man. This is a real gamble on my part, but did uh, did Quip send you a toothbrush? Yes. Okay, cool. Have you been using it? Uh, you tell me, Pete. Looking pretty good. Looking pearly white over there. That's how people show off their teeth. <laughs> That's right. Uh, they did send us one. I look like a uh, board Ellen. ape. Ellen loves it. Uh, big NFT. fan. Nobody cares. The board ape Yocto, they have like the teeth hanging out. Yeah. Uh, how do you like your Quip toothbrush? Good. It's electrifying. <laughs> uh, the Quip electric toothbrush is loved by 7 million mouths and has timed sonic vibrations with 30-second pulses to guide a dentist-recommended two-minute clean. The best part of these electric toothbrushes, IMO, yeah. is the timed... The timed clean. The timed sonic vibrations. Because, yes. You know what the Beach Boys would say about that? It's electrifying. I'm timing these sonic vibrations. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Sorry, I mixed that up with John Travolta. Um, No, the the two minutes. We've all been there. When you're brushing your teeth, I guarantee you, if you're not timing it, you're You're, stopping before two minutes. You ain't going two. You ain't going the full two. You're not thinking two. two. You're thinking two. (laughs) Yeah. You ain't doing two, brother. That's right. But... Two minutes is a long time when you're brushing your teeth. Yeah. So it really, really helps to have somebody keep uh, keep score, and Quip will do that for you. Time these sonic vibrations, if you will. That's right. Uh, it's a lightweight and, sl- lightweight and sleek like design. at all. A lightweight and sleek oh, like design for adults all. and kids with no wires or bulky chargers to weigh you down. It comes with a multi-use travel cover that doubles as a mirror mount for less clutter. And uh, there are reusable handles in a, in a range of sleek metal hues, including best-selling all black and all pink, as well as bright plastic colors to make sure uh, your toothbrush pops on your bathroom counter. So uh, if you want to get Quip, go to getquip.com slash brunch right now, and you'll get your first refill for free. That's your first refill free at getquipquip.com slash brunch, G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash brunch, Quip, the good habits company. You know what Evan and Jaron would say about this toothbrush? What would they say? I'm crazy for this toothbrush. Hell yeah. You know that song? No. Crazy for this girl. This is just a lot of references that I don't know. That's electrifying. <laughs> Miles Teller getting punched in the face, all that. So we'll wish him the best and hope that 
Everything's cool there. We never wrapped up uh, Squid Game. Uh, yeah, you finished Squid Game uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. It was like shortly after we had had the initial Squid Game discussion. Yeah. What did you think of the ending? Oh, my God. Fine with the ending. Really? Yeah, but I am generally fine with most endings because I know that none of them are going to be particularly good, right? Like, what, what has a great ending? I think that generally you're going to be disappointed by the ending because it's something that's moving and then you have to stop it. It's a thing that you like and then it's over. Right. Um, Yeah, I I thought it was a bit too clean. Like, for a a show that was as chaotic and... Can we we do spoilers? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, it's been out. Yeah, yeah, it's been out. Um, It's the most popular show on Netflix ever. Ever, yeah. So So. uh, if you haven't watched it yet, go do it. Uh, Highly recommend it. Worth your time. And you probably don't want to continue this discussion, so maybe hit pause or, or you know, go finish it and come back. Fights for That's right. Bit. Go back. We're going to talk for like an hour 20 right now on Squid Game. <laughs> By the time you're done, you come back. I promise it won't just be silence. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I thought that it was um, it was just like a bit too clean with uh, the old guy like dying and, and just – I don't know. It seemed – Seems like a bit too convenient for me. Yeah, but that, I th- that was a great twist, though. Yeah, but I didn't think that it was all that shocking. Really? Yeah, I had my I had my uh, suspicions. I had, I had my you, suspicions you of the that, old guy. Yeah, really, just because they didn't show him dying, or no, like not just that. It was it was more just like this. What's this guy's deal? Like, why is he here? He seems very mysterious, and um, just you know, I, I I thought that it was like a bit too it was like a bit too suspicious that we didn't really know anything about this guy yeah that's fair i tell you what i it, i binged this so we've talked about if you maybe took take things slow you can see think things, about it and but think when about you're it binging more. them yeah. you're, it, you could just get knocked over with a feather so i was pretty surprised by that but initially when i saw it i was like wait a second is this stupid is this like fucking stupid that he's the guy? And then I had to like reflect on it for a couple of days, and I kind of, I kind of liked it. That... It was, um, it was like sort of stupid in the uh, like the motivation for it. It's just like they were bored, rich people, I guess. Yeah, and I thought that was like that was a pretty thin premise, I guess. But like, I don't know, it, it didn't, it didn't ruin anything for me. Yeah, and, and like, still, again, highly recommend getting to that point. Has, was like a wild ride. Do you think uh, any of it was like unfair? Any of the of the? I mean, the the whole thing's kind of unfair. But like any of the games, do you think strayed too far from their premise of like everyone's given a chance? And because I mean, obviously, yeah. it, it was very much rigged um, for Ilnam to not die in that he loses a game and they don't kill him. But yes. also. Uh, he doesn't have locks on his um he does he's not locked onto the rope in fucking uh, tug of war tug of war yeah but if that if like they lost and he just like dipped out like, would everyone have been like how hey how come he's still there <laughs> yeah. and like the, they they like wouldn't kill him in front of everybody else yeah I th- so i think i would have been more uh i think i would have been more okay with it had he had they like just killed him yeah and he would be like if he's putting himself in right, the game, he's like I'm really playing this, right? Yeah, I think that that's that would have been way more like 
I would have been cooler with that. Um, but in terms of like the actual game unfairness, yeah, definitely the the bridge game was extremely so unfair. unfair. The most you know what the most unfair thing about it is the end. Yeah, that the, the glass the, explodes. Yeah, they did everything they were supposed to do, and they still might die. Yeah, right. Yeah, that. I don't know I how mean, all there, three of them there, survived that. There is a uh, yeah, right, and they all like took glass to the face, and none yeah. of them. Well, and I guess like, I guess Sapiok definitely like, or like, basically dies as a right. result of it. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of unfair things about that game. It, it's um, like like you said, everybody's supposed to have a chance. The people at the front of the line, like you pick the number, you you like lose. There yeah. is one in hundred thousand that you get all the way across as the first person. You have like no chance. Yeah, the math guy. That was yeah. sad, but also cool. Where he just like banged out the quick math, and he was like, "One in thirty-two thousand. All right, fuck it." And he yeah. just like ran and died. Yeah, uh, just the the odds of 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 the, like not everybody had a had a fair shake there, obviously. Yeah. But the part that really pissed me off, in addition to the glass blowing up for no reason and almost say. killing them. The guy figured it out. Yes, the glass guy to, figured it out. You, I think they say you have to 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 figure out which is which. Yes, he did that. He did that, and then they fucking rigged the game and they turned the lights off. So fucked. That is so fucked up. Especially when you got homicidal uh, Song Woo behind you, and he's yeah. gonna throw the you. The fact there. that he was able to to figure it out and like do it well. And then they like sabotaged him because they didn't think to look at he had a history of being a glassmaker. Your fault. That's really fucked up. Yeah, those are some. Dumb, I mean, not a great. If you're like big into like American Pride, probably not a great show for you. The yeah. uh, Americans are portrayed as very stupid, but those characters, man, what a bunch of dummies! Like you're betting millions of dollars on these people, yeah. and you don't like. Do I a missed that in the report. Yeah. Glass yeah. on it's a whole thing that's about glass. Those guys were a bunch of dummies. I mean, I I think that that's where I started to sway a little bit on the series. Again, I really like it, but but I kind of came down a notch or a tier when the the bridge episode because number one, I thought the game was stupid and like unfair, and they they fucked with that guy. Um, and number two. The VIPs, man, they were just like caricatures. So and cartoony. It, it was so, so cartoony, and it really took me out of it. So what helped me with that, I realize, is I watched with subtitles and English dubbing. Yeah. So dubbing, typically, they weigh height. I don't know why, but they weigh heightened the performance. Uh my guess is maybe so like you're not looking at the mouth is maybe like a distraction from you looking at the the mouth so all of like the voices are like way more amped up than in the actual conversation so i was already getting kind of like a way bigger experience yeah so then when they cut to characters that are literally cartoons i was like eh yeah, it kind of matches the vibe. Like going from um, it was really jarring as somebody who watched the subtitles. What was her name? Uh, Minyo. I don't know. The, I don't really know the name. The girl who I forget what player number she was too, but the 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 like mysterious girl who may be or who had sex with Doxu. Oh, okay. Her her voice. Well, she was crazy, right? Like, I mean, yeah. I, I ended up going back and watching some of it in Korean, and. Her voice was all amped up and crazy anyway, yeah, yeah. but her character on the dubbing is 
wild. Okay. I thought that was great. I was like, I, I saw people complaining about some of the dubbing. I was like, oh my God, give every one of these people <laughs> awards. Amazing. Yeah, so that that's sort of where I uh, I turned because, n- not turned, but like it, it it sobered me up a little bit because of how like preposterous that episode was. Um, what do you want next? Because you know there's going to be more. Definitely. Um, I guess uh, I I would take um what's his what's the main character's name? Gion. Gion. I would uh I would take him like basically being a detective and like trying to hunt down cuz uh, but great character. He's awesome. I I'm 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 intrigued to see where they go from here because it, obviously the old guys no longer running the game. Right. But the game is continuing. So would it be I, I think that I was talking to a friend about this the other day, and he was like, "I think there'd be like a lot of front man," and I like that. I like the front man. Yeah, yeah. Call this Queen because I like the front man. That's right. Freddie Mercury, the late Freddie Mercury, no longer with us, portrayed by Remy Malik. We talked about him a little bit. Tomato fights. You can get that on Patreon.com/slash Listen to Brunch. But yeah, I'll take more of this show. I watched it, sat with it for a couple of days, wanted to go back and rewatch some of it in Korean. Then chipped away at some other stuff, just like thinking, like, wait, what did they do here? And it was great. Like, I went back. I've I've watched the red light, green light a bunch of times because I was trying to figure out did Il Nam have it rigged? Like, did the machine see him? And I know that some people said that like there are screenshots where he's not being detected. Yeah, I didn't or see le- that. Less detected than than other players. Yeah. Oh, it, like less detected? Yeah, like he was like barely on like the identifying screen or whatever. Okay, the... so when I saw it there was he was still like outlined like in... lightly, yeah. Oh, okay, got yeah. it. All right. N- n- now we're um good. Yeah, I also I think that I was also a bit disappointed by like the final game. This like it was called Squid Game, right? Yeah. I, like I I don't know if it's because I didn't like really get the rules or whatever yeah or because they didn't really follow the rules they kind of just like abandoned the game yeah right yeah so i think that for me like a big part of it was the 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 suspense of the game right and watching watching that play out that was a huge hook for me in the series so like for it to end of them just being like well fuck the game we're gonna try to murder each other yeah that was a bit disappointing i didn't like i was man song woo Barely knew this person, but man, I hate how far he fell. That like great character. At the end, oh, awesome character. That at the end. Oh, by the way, did you get that he was killing himself in episode two? No. So I, I did. Watched, I did see that episode two. Like they tease a bunch of the the characters' deaths and like the like their demises. Um, I guess, uh, like the main character, he he swears on his mom's life. Yes, that that, work out? that comes back to bite him. Um, Not a great his... thing to do when your parent is at that age. You don't want to <laughs> oh, do it yeah. at any age, but I mean, really, kind of tempting fate there. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, then, like his childhood friend, he tries to kill himself in yeah. episode two. Um, who else? Uh, Say Byok, is that yeah. her name? Uh, she oh knife to throat. Knife to the knife to the throat. Um, who else we got? Uh, Ali tries to. Uh, he basically like steals money or like kind wages, of, yeah. sort of like owed wages or whatever, yeah. and leaves his boss, who he like throws into a compactor or whatever it is. That was fucking brutal. Yeah. Um. So like he ends up getting 
shit he's stolen like, from him and left abandoned right. basically um who else we got oh the uh the the bully the gangster guy jumps yeah. off a bridge yes. in episode two uh he falls off the bridge i think that might might be it uh, yeah but there was like a lot of foreshadowing i wish they'd two. shown what the other girl was up to in episode two I really want to know what her IRL life was. The the, the crazy girl? Yeah. So, like, all, all these people um, owe a ton of money mm-hmm. for one reason or the other, and she could have been anything. I mean, she obviously she lies, or she might be lying. She says, I have a kid. Like, I just had a kid and haven't even named it yet. I'm like, man, that would be really cruel to, like put you right in the game like immediately <laughs> after delivering that is uh, a tough physically yes a, a child um but i mean she could have been it could have been anything could have been gambling could have been any of the million reasons somebody would uh would desperately need money but her i kind of like that her character's craziness was just limited to that world yeah i i agree like i think they did a good job with all the characters and providing backstories and stuff but not like not to the point where it was like taking away from the actual Squid Game story. Right. They really they sort of knocked out those uh, those like backstories pretty quickly and effectively. Uh, we'll transition using the scene where Doc Sue kills the beats the guy to death over the egg, mm-hmm. and they learn, oh shit, we're allowed to kill people in here. <laughs> yeah. And in that scene. A guy dies because he gets kicked like three times. And in the movie Halloween Kills 2021, there is a scene where they just murder a guy on the floor, on the ground for like 60 minutes. And he's like, are you guys done? And then gets up and kills them all. So that guy's name. Michael Myers. Happens to be Michael Myers, who that provides some context because Michael Myers just doesn't doesn't ever die. die. Yeah. Yeah, As we watch this. I was thinking, maybe I need, like, a twist or something at some point from one of these Halloween movies. Halloween movies do not have twists, really. Pretty straightforward. It's that That's the guy. Yeah. He's coming for Laurie. People are going to try to kill him. People... They, it's going to seem like they, they got him. Right. Spoiler alert. He ain't dead. So this movie picks, off, picks up uh, where we last left off, where he was in a fire. They put him in a house. They... Burned the house down. He was stuck in the basement, locked down there, was going to burn to death. Instead, we talked about Miles Teller earlier. Obviously, the <laughs> saddest fire movie you'll ever see. This movie attempted to have an like an equally big bummer for firemen. Oh, yes. Because a bunch of firemen are standing outside of that house. Michael Myers walks out of the house, despite having been locked in the basement, Walks out, not on fire, and just one by one takes out a lot of firemen. That scene was awesome, I will tell you. It was very, very cool to like the way that it was shot and just like the creepiness of it. And I don't know, the the idea of like firemen who are there to help and fight a fire, then suddenly seeing Michael Myers walk out of the house and then like realizing... Oh shit! Like we're soldiers now, right? We, like them, like backing up and picking up weapons and shit. Like that transition from like being there to help, and then like being there to kill somebody, is a wild sort of 
like flipping of the situation and i thought that was cool did not think that it was cool that he just like brutally murdered a bunch of firemen okay so that scene didn't work for me i did not think that scene was as cool because the thing with michael myers is everything is so slow he never runs he never chases anybody he just he's gonna get there when he's gonna get there and all of these deaths are kind of the same but they do this sort of super cut of him just like well there you go. I'm going to push you and I'm going to stab you. And the guy that plays Michael Myers at this point is like super old. I forgot the guy's name. Robert De Niro. Yes. Uh, did we joke about that one time? <laughs> Didn't we? We had something. I, I, at some point we had some joke about like whoever plays Michael Myers. But the guy that let's, let me, let's look this up. Michael, it's the original guy. Right? Yeah. It's the original guy. Yeah. yeah it's uh, James Jude Courtney. Okay. Who is now 64 years old. Well, that's that's younger than I expected, honestly. Yeah, I mean, that movie came out... When was that? When was Halloween? Had to have been 70s, I think so, yeah. Halloween... Like 74, I guess, if I had to guess. 74 or 76. I feel like it's an even number. Okay. 1978. Very good. Ah, okay. If a bunch of people are guessing, you probably would have won. You're very close without going over. Very close. Good job, man. Thank you. Um, That scene didn't work for me because, like, it just... He moves so slow that having to have like a John Wick type scene <laughs> where there's like a lot of hand combat and everything with this like old it just it was kind of like uh, what's it called um you said Robert De Niro uh, the, it was kind of yeah, Irish man yeah yeah that's that was the joke it was oh, like okay. the, an old guy trying to fight um, uh, yeah um but no but I understand it but like you have to you have to go into these movies suspending logic a little bit for Be- sure because fair. uh you know there's this whole uh crew of firemen and they're attacking this guy one by one and he again he doesn't like exert a lot of energy he kind of just like is very slow he's like a sloth he's like a slasher sloth and like uh, hey if you all attack him at once you got a better chance of going at him one by one yeah so like you have to suspend some sort of logic i thought that scene was cool in terms of just like it's kind of badass but I think that it it sort of speaks to a bigger problem that I had with this movie. And it's that Michael Myers doesn't really seem to have any motive or direction in this movie. No. He is just killing everybody and anybody for no real reason. Which he he generally lets kids go. Mm -hmm. He'll just like walk by a kid or something. But I don't know. Actually, kid, he go. He I mean, loves the, fir- the first one, yeah, he kills a bunch of teenagers. Yeah, he's crazy about teenagers. Really? I guess little like kids? little kids that are getting bullied. There's always yeah. like a little kid that's getting bullied, and you're like, man, I wouldn't want to be the the bully. Like the this. thing that I've always loved about Halloween is that he seems like a very stalkerish, like very oh, yeah. obsessed with uh, with Laurie, and um, you know, he seems to have a motive, mm-hmm. and you know, he's obviously fucked up and and all that. And he'll take out, like, whoever he has to to get there. But I feel like he went out of his way to just kill people for no real reason in this movie. Yeah, that was kind of the... That was similar in the last one, where, like, the stupid annoying kid is just, like, coming home from the dance. And I'm like, yo, just let him go. This kid's got a lot of stuff to figure out in his life. Like, just, like, let him get where he's going to be. But he kills him. I'd forgotten that the boyfriend was still alive. The boyfriend of oh yeah i guess Lori's uh granddaughter yeah right Lori's granddaughter yeah but- so there's so i for i f- had forgotten i guess 
I that, forgot so many of the people that were in this. Same. I had forgotten that it was like a sort of G- three generational right. sort of storyline in the in the last Halloween, which I really liked. I really yeah. liked the last Halloween. I really liked how they tied the generations together. Judy Greer, not yeah. uh, bootleg Richard Jenkins. Yep, missed him. R.I.P. Missed him in this one. Yeah. Um. So I liked the story a lot more in the first one. I guess like the first quote unquote the first one of like the new trilogy. Yeah. Um I liked that one a lot more than this one. Yeah, I agree. I mean I, I liked that movie a lot more than this. I did not think this one was particularly I, I didn't good. think it was very good. Okay, so the premise of this and Lori's in the hospital mm-hmm. because obviously she was attacked on the last one, and Will Patton, who is just sneaky a horror movie guy now, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Forever Purge. I mean, maybe he's got to deal with Blumhouse. Forever Purge. He did these yeah. movies. Uh, but he's always good in them. Like, yeah. No, co- no complaints when Will Patton's there. Yeah, I generally don't have notes for the, for the Pat Man. So. I don't know how he survived, to be honest with you. He pulled like a... He has like sneaky Mike Myers blood where Ooh. he got stabbed in the neck. That'd be a good twist. He got stabbed in like the jugular and was seemingly very dead. So they're in the hospital and the town has had enough of Michael Myers always coming to town, always coming to Haddonfield, killing everybody. This is our effing cities. What like they, they're like they're they they want laying their claim to it. So they do something that, and I believe I've seen every Halloween movie. I don't remember this being the plot of any previous ones, and it surprises me. The plot of this movie is they form a posse. <laughs> They say we're gonna go out. We're gonna kill Michael Myers. We're gonna find him. We don't sort care of like what a witch happens hunt. to us. We're gonna find him. And they do these chant. What do they do? A chant of uh, "Evil dies tonight." Evil, di-. and I'm like, man, this is giving me like a lot of like purge kind of <laughs> yeah. Vibes. It did have that feeling. It had like like a sort of like social uprising sort of feel to it, right? And also, like all those people seemed really stupid. So that Very also kind of made me feel purgy. There's a scene at the end where. He's out there, and he's in the middle of the street. He just gotten in a big tussle. Michael Myers has lost his mask, and he's standing there. And he's so the all these cars pull up. Everybody gets out, and he is surrounded by the posse. And it's a, it's in that moment. If you hadn't realized throughout the movie, this is the weakest, most random fucking posse there's ever been it reminded me of the scene in i love you man when it shows the wedding party and it's, <laughs> it's like just thomas like a- lennon <laughs> yeah. joe latrulio uh what's uh the the hulk oh yeah lou ferrigno lou ferrigno <laughs> jk simmons the old guy <laughs> hank mardukas andy samberg it's like it's, it's, most... it's like you put out like a classified ad to fill out a wedding party yeah basically. I, I believe they cut to rashida jones's character and she's like that is the most random <laughs> wedding party i've ever seen in my life that's this posse looks like it's like six old dudes like the cast from Girls Five Eva, it's, it's like all, all of these totally random people, and Michael Myers is like just standing there waiting. And there's like a ringleader of this of this uh, oh, yeah. posse, and he's obsessed with with like uh, he's the kid um, from the original Halloween who's like the little boy, and his sister dies. He he is. Correct. He's a relative of somebody, so he's not Tommy, which is Tommy's the little kid that's getting babysat. That kid grows up to be 
when he's a teenager, he's Paul Rudd. I don't know if okay. he grows up to be anything else. But I mean, this kid, this guy is like really playing the like, I was there. Yeah. This is like about me. And I'm like, dude, stop acting like you're Tommy. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're, like you were like loosely attached, I believe. I think that he had like a pretty, pretty big role in terms of like the original incident. Right. But like he was, maybe he was, he was there for something, but he wasn't the kid that Laurie was babysitting. No. That's and, Paul Rudd. Yeah. And so I, uh, I was, I had some issues with like how dumb and, st- and like naive he was. Yeah. Like his entire life's mur- purpose seems to be to like, erasing michael myers or killing michael myers and he goes in like leads the 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 hunt with a baseball bat yes he did have a baseball bat that was he was very prepared to i don't know bunt against michael myers the scene where they all confront him is the easiest work of michael myers's life uh what was the guy's name that you said uh was the the kid tommy yeah so he is tommy doyle that's supposed to be tommy yeah Oh fuck that! All right. Well, that also shows that I was like, like maybe cleaning my. my I, so while I, was I, I thought that I, had, I that I had heard that he was like there. So that was supposed to be. So at, at one point, that person was Paul Rudd. Right. That's the most unrealistic. Not. Never I mind. Don't think so. Never mind. Michael Myers never dying, even after getting like shot and burned alive and all this shit. The most unrealistic part of this movie is that Paul Rudd aged. That's what I was what I was going to say because seemingly oh so that's Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah. I didn't realize Anthony Michael Hall always throws me for a loop. I don't know who that is. He's in um the Breakfast Club. Oh yeah. Okay. He's the yeah. uh the breakfast. kid that looks like Anthony Michael. Honestly, <laughs> if all those kids gotta eat somebody, Anthony Michael Hall is playing the breakfast. <laughs> that kid's weak. He plays He's one of my favorite uh, movie clips. I tweet it maybe like once a year. There is a VH1 like made movie about uh, Def Leppard. And there's a scene where they f- they first start working with the producer Mutt Lang, who's like this historic producer. And he says to the singer, he's like, all right, like right, let's lay down this, this part. And he sings it. And then he's like, hey, can you do me a favor? Can you sing that part? Can you sing the, those notes uh, higher? And he's like, I can't sing higher. And he's like, yeah, you can. I believe in you. So he sings it again. And he's like, hey, can you sing it even higher than that? And he's like, I can't go any bloody higher. What the fuck is this? And he's like, hey, you can do this. Okay? Sing higher. So he sings it higher. And then he's like, all right, cut. And the guy's like, what the fuck is wrong with it now? He goes, peace, peace. I come in peace. Check this out rewinds it plays it back and it's a three-part harmony so it's like this chorus that this guy made and the whole band is looking around like how did he do that i'm like you guys are professional musicians and you don't know what harmonizing is it was it's the most ridiculous thing in the world but sounds like bohemian rhapsody legitimately yeah uh, but it's anthony michael hall for some reason playing mutt lang and it's the most it's the greatest video in the world it's so stupid uh apparently anthony michael hall is uh only from boston Ooh! Didn't know that he's from West Roxbury. He does look like a guy from Boston. We got a regular sure. Kyle Schwarber on our hands. <laughs> That's right, straight out of Waltham, Mass. Um, but Anthony Michael Hall is fifty three. Paul Rudd's got to be fifty. Uh yeah, got to be close to it. 48? Paul Rudd is fifty two. Wow! So they are the same age. That is tough. Tommy is made to look like shit in this movie. Yeah. No offense, Anthony Michael Hall. 
and Paul Rudd right now probably looks younger than he did when he was in like Halloween Six. I wonder if it was like a artistic choice to uh, to like Maybe not even. do Paul Rudd because I mean if you get Paul Rudd if you bring back Paul Rudd for that role. You got to change the story because, oh boy, Paul Rudd would not work in that role. Great question, though. Why isn't Paul Rudd in this movie? Yeah, he could be. This like, is like a perfectly it's fine a big movie for yeah. Paul Rudd. Yeah. Big popular movie. He should have done it. I would have been. I would have been totally down with that. But like, I, I, I would have been very disappointed if he played the the character that Anthony Michael Hall did. If he grew up to be that stupid. Yes. Yeah. Pretty much. We're gonna get him. I got a baseball bat. <laughs> yeah. I gotta throw my teddy bears at him. <laughs> We're gonna smoke this guy. But yeah, what Michael? Uh, Michael just takes this beating. They go up to him. They hit him. They shoot him. He's down on the ground. They're kicking him. They're stabbing him. Judy Greer comes over, puts the knife in his back, gets up. And, of course, they all just walk away. They're yeah, like, all done. Yeah. So Michael Myers gets up and one by one kills them. And for some reason, that scene worked better than the firefighter scene. Maybe the maybe you think that the the, the people, the posse, deserved it for being so stupid. It, it's the a fu- lot more plausible that all of those people together put all their heads together. They were like, we're going to kill him. Five minutes later, they're all dead. That makes a lot more sense to me. Oh, th- that's why it was so stupid, the firefighter thing. When Michael walks out of the house... And they're realizing, like, shit, we got to fight this guy. The first firefighter just sprays him. Oh, those. that was hilarious. And that was Myers great. Like, it, you know what it is? Uh, <laughs> what's uh, what's doo-doo paper? I don't know. Doo-doo paper. Doo-doo pa- oh, um, uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. When the guy's kicking his ass for uh, taking down the picture. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Rachel. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, he comes into the bathroom and he's... <laughs> He takes a bunch of toilet paper and he throws it at him. And the guy's like, doo-doo paper. Doo-doo pa- you're going to throw doo-doo paper at me. And just slugs him in the face. That's what Michael Myers was like when they were holding up that hose to him. Yes. That uh, that that was hilariously stupid. Not a great movie. But that's the kind of stuff that I'm like, that is what I could get from like a Halloween movie. Yeah. People that are ill-prepared to fight Michael Myers. But like... The worst posse. Are trying their best with what they've got. I had a problem with the posse, like, preparing and then not bringing enough. Tell you what, there were a lot of, like, teenagers in this posse. If I am, like, I don't care one lick about Michael Myers if I'm a teenager. I'd be like, yo, that was so old. Like, I live in this town because my parents chose <laughs> right. to live here. It would be a lot of okay boomer. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't, okay, I, boomer. I'm, I'm not attached enough to, to this. Like, it's one thing if you're, like, uh, you know Sean McAdam? Yeah. Like his parents took him when he was like a babyish, took him to the uh, Beatles concert. Ooh. And they were like, we want like our kid to be able to see it. It's one thing if it's like something like that, where it's like, I didn't really have a choice in it, but when I grow up, it can be this cool thing. Or if like everybody's parents were tortured by it, which right. like a lot of them were, but some of them just like were just jumping in. But if you're just like a 17 year old who just lives in that town, you're like, this means a lot more to everybody else than it does to me. I'm not going to. Although at that point, at that point, Michael Myers, Michael Myers had killed like a lot of their their friends. friends. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. It, it didn't work for me. It had a very loose premise. Mm -hmm. Um, like a lot of the, uh, a lot of the scenes just felt like, uh, is it gratuitous? The right word? Like where, it didn't really serve a purpose other than just creating a scene where Michael Myers is killing somebody. Like the Lenny Clark scene, yeah, seemed very shoehorned oh my in. God. Although, like, it was kind of funny. Like, mm-hmm. um, I think my favorite part of the movie was the the gay couple that lived in Michael Myers's old house. Yeah, that that couple was hilarious. Yeah, one guy just wants to. 
That that's me. That I know my role is in that movie. I'm the guy that's uh, just he's got smoking small roles music. and everything. All he wants to do the whole time is like, hey, what if we what if we listen to this record? Yeah, like, we would just listen to music. Yeah, like yeah, he was like they it's were just planning on watching a uh, like a scary movie or yeah. something and handing out candy. He was like, no, let's just smoke weed and listen to like listen this to- record. He's uh, Michael Scott's impression of Jim. <laughs> Guys, want to listen to some records or something? <laughs> I thought that that couple was great. Uh, yeah, but like, just there was just like a lot of like noise, a lot of filler. I agree. I agree, and it stinks because I thought the the first one I remember we quite liked. Yeah, and and I yeah I agree, and the first one I think set up two pretty interesting movies to come yeah this was not one of them this was not what i was expecting uh it was sort of felt like a bait and switch with laurie um, oh yeah this movie. she didn't do anything not in this, this much movie. although there is a scene so she spends a whole movie in the hospital there's even a scene though in the trailer they have like a voiceover of her saying like happy halloween michael mm-hmm. and i'm like they don't They're, see each other in they this don't movie. see they each don't other interact. at all so yeah. i don't know if that that if they just added that or something, but there's a funny scene with her where she just gets like kind of like biblical when she says, What does she say? Uh, she says, Let him come for me, let him take my head as I take his. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, You haven't talked like that before, <laughs> right. that's not how you talk. You're a normal person, right? That's and I don't think that's like a it sounded like she was like maybe quoting something, and I was like, I don't think that's a line. And then, like, there's, like, the big hospital scene where they're chasing the other guy who escaped from the mental hospital. Yeah. And, like, they make this, like, big this big speech about how, like, they're all turning on each other or whatever. And yeah. I, don't, I didn't is, really get that. That, to me, is, like, the, the Haywire character in Prison Break, where, like, all the... They all break out, or all those characters, but also Haywire also breaks out, and they have to kind of keep every now and then like cutting back to like oh what's this guy up to and i'm like yeah you guys know this this show isn't about that guy right it's <laughs> yeah. about these brothers <laughs> right. follow them they're the, they're the ones with like all the other just because the, you have other characters doesn't mean that you have to focus on them yeah he should not be getting his like own episode <laughs> yeah you, you you're now you're giving fickner to him for like three episodes <laughs> what are you doing oh yeah yeah i jumped train on that show by the way yeah that's a good call i try to tell you i did way later it though. gets so bad they, they, there's a thing. What uh, they did you get to Scylla? It become there's a thing no. they need. It's called Scylla, and it's like some hard drive that has all mm. this government information. I'm like, what do you? It's called Prison Break, right? <laughs> what, what do I, I? Throw him back in prison, right? Yeah, get him in prison, have him break out. Did you? Did, did you see when they were in the other prison though? Yeah, the uh, the uh, south of the border, or yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, I forget where it is, but it's a dangerous prison. Yeah, that that one didn't work as well because like. You gotta have rules, yeah. Like, like the the what made it so interesting. And now this is a prison break podcast. Good. Uh, what made it so interesting was that like they had to find creative ways around like supervision and the rules and like guards and stuff. When they were in the other prison, it was just no fucking rules, right? It was just like, okay, it's just brutality. So I don't know. That was interesting, um, and I Halloween, didn't like it. Halloween ends is the the final one. Halloween ends is the final one. You know who won't be there? Mm. Judy Greer. Really? You really didn't watch this movie, huh? Did she die? She dies at the end. How? Michael Myers kills her. So I'm going to have to go back and watch this. This is wild. You really did not watch this movie. Oh, no. I, 
I know that I you said, watched the, the it, but you didn't watch it. The end and like he killed him really, and I was like, okay, yeah, I got it. Was this like a mid credits thing? No, this was um. So like at the end Did where I not finish this movie where they leave him in the street. Yeah. Uh, and then like he gets up and starts killing everybody. She had already left the scene at that point, and, she, and she's sitting she, on the stoop. She walks into the house and she goes up to the floor where Lori was was like looking down, yeah. or was it Lori looking down, or was it Michael looking down through the the bedroom window? Yeah, like that classic yeah, shot yeah mm-hmm. she she's there while the cops are outside and like it shows her up there and then michael myers appears behind her and then like you see him go after her and then she screams and that's how the movie ends yeah basically yeah there's no way i saw that yeah that's happened <laughs> are you sure i, I, I definitely didn't see a that. thousand percent sure so i apparently didn't finish the movie i probably like got a text from you hit pause and then like did something i read else. an interview uh judy greer was like I was uh, I was a little bummed that I died, but it makes sense because like it's more about the granddaughter and so, like the next generation, mm-hmm. and you can't kill Lori because Lori's such a big part of it, and right. there's still another movie. So I was sort of stuck in the middle, and I had to go, and I, like I understand why, but like I think that it serves a purpose. Something I had forgotten until you brought it up. Um, you said. Hey, Danny McBride mm-hmm. wrote this movie. Well, it was one and, of the writers. Had a yeah, writing it was like credit. a group of three dudes. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like we knew that, but I'm not sure. He wrote, they did all these movies. Okay. So they did the we last probably one. Talked so about, right, We probably so, talked about it the first yeah, one. Yeah, I was like, I feel like maybe we talked about this at some point. But yeah, this is a, a Danny, Bri- Danny McBride joint. I hope he didn't have too much to do with this one because this one. I think the first one was like mostly McBride, and then this one, I think Jeff Bradley <laughs> yeah. and David Gordon Green took over. Uh, if you had to, if you had to like grade the first one and then grade this one relative to the first one, where would you go? I remember thinking highly of the oh, yeah. first one. I so saw like, it multiple times in theaters. Yes, I I think I did too. I think it was like I think we I think we saw it the second time together. Like for some reason, why? Because you just want to? I think that you were going to see it, and I was seeing some other movie, and oh, I popped out I of the that. I popped out of the movie, and I and I watched like a, an hour or two of of the of this or like half an hour or an hour of the for the second time. Yeah, this one, um, the, the first one. I remember, oh, I remember, I remember. You watched it in two segments. You watched like a part of it. And then you had to go leave for work or something, and so you had to go back and watch the rest of the movie. So I've definitely, I've definitely done that before. I uh, think I did it. Uh, I definitely had to do that with Saw or with uh, Spiral. Spiral. Yeah, it's very possible. I you did, did you, that you had to do that one. with uh, with Halloween as well. Okay, um, but I remember the first one being. Like a like a like a high B horror, right, low A like horror grade. Like, it was exactly like, what I wanted it to be. Essentially, yeah. yeah. This one, this one, I was like, this isn't a great movie. I would say like, like C minus D. Yeah, like, like high D, low D. C. Yeah. yeah, it was it was really really forgettable. Mm, not amazing. Uh, there's and a lot- I had a weird. Uh, sorry, I, I had a weird moment during watching this where. They had they had a lot of flashbacks in this, and I didn't know if they were flashbacks to previous movies or just like original content flashbacks. Yeah, but it, there was a point during the movie where it felt like they had referenced a previous a previous Halloween, which I had thought they were pretending did not exist. Oh, because 
from the original Halloween to the the relaunch of the last movie, I felt like they erased everything that had happened. Yeah. And so I, I think that maybe it was one of the characters at, um, in the posse where because they did like a lot of um, like, here's my re- relation to Michael Myers and, and like why I'm yeah. why I'm here or whatever. It felt like they had shown a scene that they were pretending previously pretending had not existed. Oh, the uh, girl who was having sex and the, the there was supposed to be babysitting somebody. She was having sex with her boyfriend and then he killed her. They showed the girl that was being babysat by her, but that was in the first one. Okay. So I think that they were safe there. All right. But Maybe they I was wrong. but they did do a All right, forget all those sequels. Yeah. This is now the second one and i still really like the idea that they're doing these movies like i think this is i love the idea that they're doing the movies and like i do like i obviously like a nod to the original and i think that the first one did did that enough mm-hmm. where it was um where it felt like it served the story and the plot and it wasn't just fan service this one again felt like a lot of filler just to like get to from from point a to point b and I, th- I think this whole movie was essentially filler. Yeah, it's like it's a Walking Dead episode that you're like, well, maybe it's the next necessary. one's gonna be yeah. good because they yeah. use this one to be shitty. But this essentially felt like a bridge movie. Yeah, you don't you don't love to see that, but hopefully the next one is good. Um, we'll probably do. We we got more tomato fights coming, but we might give you a sports episode. Mm. The local nine, Boston Red Sox. Are in the World Series, so maybe we'll. I mean, they they will be by the time this episode comes out. Yeah, probably right. hit like three more Grand Slams. Yeah, yo, they hit so many Grand. Long slams. bombs away, baby. I was texting one of my friends. Uh, I was waiting at a bar the other night, waiting for my friends to arrive, and I was. Someone was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, I'm running late," and I was like, "No sweat, I'm just here watching the Sox game. Like, it's all good." And they were like, how they doing? And I was like, just launched a grand salami, if you know what I'm saying. And then, like, 20 minutes later, I was like, another grand slam. And they were like, what? St- are, are they really hitting grand slams every, like, 15 minutes? Yes. I was like, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Fucking uh, crazy. So we will, have a, we will have a Patreon episode on Friday. TBD, what that is. Maybe tomato fights, may not be tomato fights, but please subscribe to the Patreon, patreon.com slash listen to brunch. Also, apologies that we were uh, off the grid last week. It was yeah. a, uh, it was a, uh, it was a mental break. Yes. Yeah, so for the pod. that's the thing. And I, I didn't know how to phrase it with people because especially when we have a Patreon and stuff to be like, hey, we can't put anything out this week. But sometimes with when scheduling gets tough and everything and different things are going on it it gets that much more stressful when like every when when your order is disrupted you know yeah and, and like i feel like we have more at this point we have more responsibility than we've ever had to like deliver content yeah especially with the patreon especially with tomato fights like we put out the first tomato fights it was awesome was very very excited to continue it yeah. and wanted to we had guests lined up and stuff and so uh the having to press pause for like a a, a week or two was was tough but it was ne- needed and i appreciate everybody who kind of like 
bared with us. Yeah. So somebody, uh, not not many. Like that, there were some people that were like, "Yo, what are you doing? Like we were paying you for this, and totally get that, totally appreciate that." They were all very understandable. Like, kind, ones. Yeah. Like, no, no, yeah, like pushy. Like, yeah. Can't do it this week, but uh, appreciate the, the that some people were also like, "Hey, if you guys." just like need a second or can't do something today you're good but you guys hopefully know us by now that we're trying to give you stuff and we're not just if we disappear for a week it's not because we're like either mad at each other or don't want to do anything for you guys it's we've done this like for a long time and it's that's not a complaint but I mean, imagine. But, but I think the pro- the problem there is that we've done this for a long time, and like for a long time, we made like jokes about like not caring what we provide, yeah. and like for a long time, we didn't do anything with the Patreon, yeah. and and like we have we've had a habit of like starting something and then like not delivering on it yeah. or like giving up on it. So I really just like I'm very scared that that like people and listeners will think that we're falling into old habits don't think that please don't think that that because i'm very excited about the podcast i'm very excited about tomato fights very excited about the patreon all that stay subscribed yes stay subscribed stay listening we love you all right friday